Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Were you unable to catch the show this morning? Don't worry. We've got you covered. This is the Mark and Jess Replay. Enjoy. Today is the first day back to school for kids. I'm sure there are a lot of excited kids to head back to school and then a lot of kids that are bummed. Summer's over. They don't want to go back to school. I'm looking forward to um, first day of school for Nile. Like when, when that day comes. I, I don't want to wish time away. But it's going to be fun. As a parent, you're excited probably to send your kid back to school. You're excited to do the back-to-school shopping and whatnot. And then the first day of school picture. That's probably fun. And then off they go to school. You're like, yeah, thank God they're going to school. That was a long summer. I remember um, being excited for back-to-school, getting the new clothes and stuff, right? New shoes. I remember my favorite pair of back-to-school shoes. They were light-up shoes. And they were police-themed light-up shoes. So, yeah, there was a thing you'd push on the side and blue and uh, red lights would kind of go off on the shoes. But I remember wrecking those shoes because I had a bike that didn't have brakes on the handlebars. It just had brakes where you, you know, pedal backwards. But instead of using that brake, I would just drag my toes on the ground to try and brake. Like, that actually did anything. So then the toes of those shoes wore off. I'm sure my parents loved that I did that. The Mark and Jess replay. Late last week, I was talking about how a coworker was on his way to work in the morning, probably 3.45 a.m., 4 a.m., and he was driving by the casino and he noticed a porcupine crossing the road in front of the casino. Porcupine probably lost a mortgage payment playing roulette at the casino, had to walk it off. Nobody saw this porcupine and uh, and then just over the weekend, a friend was saying that she saw a porcupine more north than the casino, like kind of Elphinstone. And I don't know where on Elphinstone, but I think it was more north than the casino. And that's, of course, more west than the casino as well. So this porcupine is making its way around town and we shall call him Pete the Porcupine. And we're going to track Pete the Porcupine. So if you actually see this porcupine somewhere... Seriously, let me know. I want to know where this thing ends up wandering around in town. And then uh, ultimately, our porcupine watch will end when poor Pete gets run over. But I'm not kidding. If you see the porcupine, text 306-936-0092. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. There's been a lot of talk since the Labor Day Classic game about Pete Robertson's headbutt on Zach Claros. If you haven't seen it yet, it was after the play and Pete Robertson is obviously like pumped up. It's a heat of the moment thing. Emotions are running high. Zach Claros and him kind of get face to face and then Robertson just boom, headbutts him. And uh, it was a huge mistake. He almost cost the riders... Uh, the game with that and he knows now that it was a mistake but people are calling for him on social media not everyone 
but some people calling for him to get kicked out of the league. And that is so outrageous. And it needs to stop. It's it's his livelihood. Playing football is his livelihood. And f- for people to be calling him to be kicked out of the league because of one mistake is so stupid. Um, now, a friend on Twitter tweeted this, and I respect her opinion, although I don't agree with it. She's saying, I'm not saying he should lose his job, but just to keep the context here, if I headbutted someone at work, I'd 100% be fired and most likely charged with assault. I do agree with this part of it. She said it wasn't a play. It was an egregious hit after the play, which, yeah, it wasn't part of the play. It was after the play. But we as regular folks with regular jobs can't compare our jobs to football players or any athletes really because they're paid to hit each other. That's what they get a paycheck for. And they hit each other every single play of every single game they play. So yeah, I mean, if I go into the back right now and headbutt Jim, our IT guy, of course I'm going to get get fired. But I'm not paid to hit people. They are paid to hit people. And Pete Robertson, not known for stuff like this. He made a mistake. The league has suspended him for a game, so he's not going to be playing uh, this upcoming Saturday in Winnipeg against the Blue Bombers. He's, He's serving his suspension. Let's move on. And enough with, he should be kicked out of the league. That's so stupid. The Mark and Jess Replay. This is random, but this Saturday, September 9th, will mark nine years since us Apple users woke up or noticed at some point during the day or evening that a U2 album was put onto our iTunes accounts. The album Songs of Innocence. Remember that? I don't even use iTunes. That's the only thing that's ever been on my iTunes, and I've never, ever listened to it. I'm sure it's not on there anymore. Right? Let's see. I don't even have the iTunes app. I've deleted it. I doubt it's on there. But do you remember that? It was just like, boom, here's a YouTube album. I didn't ask for it, but thanks anyway. If you want to surprise me with an album on my iTunes, give me a big shiny tunes album or a dance mix album, then I'll be happy. This is the Mark and Jess replay. Hopefully this break is better than the last one. I saw a list of the five most expensive homes for sale right now in Canada, and oh boy, are they expensive. The the number five spot is a home in Vancouver, and its asking price is $15.9 million. It is a nice house, holy, but that's a lot of money. Let's go uh, down the list here, or up the list, whichever makes more sense to get to the number one spot. Actually, before we get to number one, number two is a house in Alberta, Fisher Creek, Foothills County, Alberta. Actually, it's not a house. They're calling it an estate. And that's at $25.5 million. The most expensive home for sale right now in Canada is a mansion. Yeah, this thing is massive. Um, And it's for sale in Whistler, BC. And it looks like Tony Stark's house in uh, Iron Man. It's crazy, this house. $39 million. 39. And I know I'll never be able to afford a house that expensive. 
And one of the reasons, well, is because I'm in radio. But another one is because I don't think people that buy these homes ever worry about the expenses that come along with it. And my first thought when I saw this house was, holy crap, how much are property taxes? The Replay with Mark and Jess. A woman out in BC sued her ex and she wanted to reclaim $4,500 of money that she paid for items and services while they were together. Uh, So she paid for a gaming computer for her boyfriend, tooth extraction, (laughs) random gaming computer, tooth extraction, tires, and tools. Uh, But the boyfriend says... He already repaid her for some of it. And then other purchases she made were gifts for him. So I'm guessing the gaming computer was probably a gift. Maybe the tools, tires. I'm guessing the tooth extraction wasn't a gift. Hey, sweetie, happy birthday. Here's a tooth extraction. Anyway, uh, what ended up happening was he had to pay back not $4,500, but $2,395.05. That five cents is very important. Now, if I was him and actually had to pay some of it back, I would be so petty. And instead of sending like an e-transfer, writing a check, I'd be like, oh, okay. Well, here are a bunch of nickels and dimes. Have fun rolling. No, actually, you don't have to roll them anymore. There are machines that will count them. But still, have fun with a bunch of dimes and nickels. The Replay with Mark and Jess. I was driving around this weekend and I was heading down Louvain and came to Louvain and Dudney. And I looked to my right and I saw in the old Dudney liquor store, Halloween Alley has set up shop there. (laughs) Oh, man. They just set up shop anywhere, hey? That person that finds old buildings for Halloween Alley, great job. They're always probably working hard 365 days a year looking for old buildings. Old liquor store, let us go there. An old Sears, yep, we'll take it. That blood donor clinic used to be in that building, perfect. That's the spot for us. Oh, that used to be an old morgue? Ah, we don't care. We'll move in there. We'll sell a bunch of stuff out of that place. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. This is horrific. A Delta flight from Atlanta to Barcelona had to turn around because, well, someone had uh, diarrhea all through the plane. They were two hours into the flight when the pilot was asked to come out of the cockpit, come to the back. And the pilot sees what happened and was like, oh boy, this is a biohazard issue. We're going to have to turn around. And they did turn around and go land back at the airport in Atlanta. Now, the people that were on this flight supposed to go to Spain, they did end up in Spain only eight hours later than scheduled, which I would say is pretty good for this situation. And they don't know... This uh, news outlet doesn't know if the passenger that had the problem was on board the plane when it touched down in Spain. And was it the same plane? I hope not. I hope they switched it out. And that poor cleaning staff, they're used to, you know, although do they have cleaning staff or is it the 
Is it the flight attendants that have to do it? Whoever does it, they're used to picking up pretzel wrappers and empty cups. This time they have to dress up like they're in Breaking Bad and go in there and clean things up. You're listening to the Mark and Jess Replay. With Mark and Jess. A cat living at a Home Depot in New Jersey has become a social media star. The cat's name is Leo, and Leo was brought into this Home Depot about a year ago. He was a barn cat, but they brought him in to help solve a mouse problem at the store, and now he lives there full-time. The employees take care of him, make sure he gets regular vet checkups, all that stuff. And the reason why he's become a social media star is because this guy named Jeffrey went to the store, saw Leo, and took a video of him, posted it on TikTok. Jeffrey thought, oh yeah, it's going to get maybe a thousand views or whatever. Got four and a half million views, and now people... Love Leo, want updates on Leo. He's got a unique personality. He's friendly. He wears cat clothes. Sounds like a really cool cat. And it's actually drawing in new customers to this store because people want to go there to see Leo. Love this. Wow, you actually made it through the entire podcast. That's incredible. Catch the show live from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every weekday on Play 92 or listen to the replay on your favorite podcast app.